Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello again, my lovelies, and welcome back to another episode of the Practical Growth Podcast. Last week, we talked about the narcissistic family system, and this week, we're going on an entirely new path. We are talking personal growth as an act of societal transformation and an act of revolution. That's right. You heard me. When we grow and we change and we allow ourselves to heal and recover, we are actually committing an act of revolution. And I'm going to tell you how and also show you why it's so important in this age. Before we get started, though, I just want to let everyone know that the wait list is officially open for my eight-week narcissistic abuse recovery program. This is a one-on-one program. You're going to work privately with me every single week for eight weeks. And using these certified NLP techniques, I'm going to teach you how to reprogram your brain, boost your sense of self, and develop the techniques that you need to detach the toxic narcissists from your life. If you're tired of being miserable, if you're tired of being burned out, if you're tired of being controlled, manipulated, and totally detached from who you really are and the life you really want to live, then this is the program for you. Spots are limited, though, so you need to get on this wait list because this is probably the last time it's going to be open for the year. So apply now. Head over to therealebjohnson.com, click on Working With Me, and you can find all the details right there. Right. So personal growth as an act of societal transformation or revolution. You've probably asked yourself more than once why I'm so obsessive about narcissistic abuse, telling my story and giving people practical advice to improve their lives, right? Why do I coach this? Why do I write this? Why am I always on this freaking platform? It's really not all about my experience. I think a lot of people um, in the abuse and recovery space, they have this like, I tell my story so that others can tell their story. And like, that's certainly a part of it for me. Um, But there's a bigger picture to it for me. And there is a bigger goal. And it's a lot more radical than some of you probably realize. And it all kind of started with this video that I watched ages and ages and ages ago. And if you've been following me on Medium for a long time, you've probably seen my article about personal change and revolution and how the two are tied closely together. And it all kind of stemmed from this incredible video of this talk that I saw from this, I believe he's called a guru, um, called Krishnamurti. And if I got that wrong, someone please, please let me know comment on this or let me know email me get in get in contact with me on social media but there's this incredible video by krishnamurti and i've included a link to it in the description of this episode but in it he questions what is my role in society we see society breaking down we see society in what we kind of think as like getting morally more corrupt or worse what role do we play in it because as you wake up 
and you kind of start doing this road to personal growth, you see more of the ills and the negativity and the bad things and you want to detach from it, right? I know I'm certainly guilty of that. Krishnamurti describes how you can't detach from it. There is no detaching from it. We are a society inherently because we live here. If you're listening to this on your cell phone or your iPad or your laptop, as you trot along on your city street or you're doing business, working through the day in your small town, going about your life in your house with electricity and running water and your iPhone charger, you're a part of society. You're in it, right? Nine out of 10 of you are a part of society. I doubt I have very many listeners who are just living up a hill totally and completely off the grid. We're a part of society. We are society. We may say that, oh, I'm detached. I'm not a part of this, but we're a part of it. We're the very fabric of society. So for this very reason, Krishnamurti describes, there's no escaping society. So what we have to do, if we hate society, right, we need to change society. Well, that's not done anymore through big, massive, full-scale revolutions where we take to the streets and we cannon our way through the White House. The way that happens now is through deep personal transformation. Deep personal transformation. When we come to the best possible, the most elevated version of ourselves, that is when we are actively able to change the immediate world around us. And that spreads and that spreads and that spreads until society is changed as a whole. And it is this extremely powerful talk that kind of forms the basis of my drive and my desire to talk about what happened to me and how we can heal ourselves from the inside out. Because this talk touched me in like incredible ways and it made me wake up and realize that for our world to be better, it's just not a matter of changing the way we vote. (laughs) It's not a matter of changing the amount of money that we each have right now in this second, although that's definitely a part of it. There's got to be deeper change. There's got to be deeper personal change so that when we do reach that place of political change, of societal change, we are healed, we are whole, and we are moving from a place of integrity. Now, you would be hard-pressed to deny the fact that we live in a world that is in desperate need of full-scale revolution. Full-scale revolution. I mean, we are talking, our, especially in the West, I'm not going to speak as much to anyone else. We're talking the West here because I'm obviously an American, so I'll speak to what I know. But here in the West, we basically need to wake up in a different world in order to save ourselves, our society, our planet. We have to change the way we vote. We have to change our relationships with one another. We have to change the kind of people that we vote for. We have to change the very systems in which this kind of democracy or republic or whatever we land on happens. There is a need, a desperate need for massive, massive revolution, including political revolutions. I mean, just in America alone, we have more people suffering economically than we have in years, years and years. There's bigger and bigger gaps in wealth disparities. I mean, the gender and sexuality discrimination, it feels like we take two steps forward and one step back in that. There's so much disenfranchisement. It's on a massive scale. 
most Americans do not feel like a part of the process anymore. A huge portion of Americans didn't even vote in the last election and even more will not vote in the next one because of the failures of the Democratic Party. Climate change is happening at an increased speed. Our oceans are literally on fire. Our oceans are on fire. There's still famine. There's still disease. We're about, we're on the brink of another war. They seem desperate to start this world war in our lifetimes. We need full-scale political change. We need different people helping to direct the course of our entire frickin' planet. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey friends, welcome to Tea with TJ, where every sip brings you closer to insightful conversations and delightful discoveries. Join me every Wednesday as I navigate through topics ranging from culture, creativity, personal growth, all over a soothing cup of tea. Relax, unwind, and expand your mind with Tea with TJ. Subscribe now on all your favorite podcast platforms and brew up some wisdom with me. And remember, be kind, keep sipping, and I'll see you next week. But that can't happen unless each and every one of us stops, pulls our head out of our ass, looks back and heals all the stuff inside of us that's eating us alive, making us petty, making us fearful, making us insecure, and making us downright nasty neighbors to each other. So I know that a lot of you at this point, are you're skeptical. Some of you are going to be shaking your head, rolling your eyes, going, EB, this is ridiculous. Like, what, what are you even talking about? Okay, I get it. Because I was a bit skeptical, too, and then I had to sit down and I had to literally break it down and follow it through. Right. So let me explain to you how personal growth becomes societal revolution. We're going to start with a little exercise. Right. So if you're not driving or you're not like running out in the middle of traffic and you're not operating heavy machinery, then get yourself to a quiet place where you can just kind of sit, focus on your thoughts and do a quick little visualization exercise. Okay, are you ready? I want you to just close your eyes and I want you to imagine that you live on a street. It's just a, it's a really nice street. Everybody's got a nice house. There's a lot of greenery. There's a lot of families. Now, I want you to imagine that every single family on that street is different. Every single one of them. And I want them to represent people that you see in society, the good and the bad. You should have different diversities. You should imagine that you've got that Republican, you've got that Democrat, you've got that guy who really loves his guns, and you've got that guy that really hates the police. All these people that we see every day right now in this moment. I want you to imagine that each one of these kinds of people lives on your street. Okay? Don't imagine conflict, just imagine every single one of them is there. Now, I want you to imagine that everyone on the street wakes up one day, and we have your new ideal society. And we're going to assume that everyone listening to this wants some kind of super convenient for everybody direct voting utopia system. So everybody gets to vote. 
Everybody's represented. Everybody gets the money that they need. Everybody gets the food that they need. No one's worrying for anything. Now, I want you to imagine that this society depends entirely on every one of your neighbors being trustworthy, being moral, and voting not just for yourself, but for you every time. Do you think that would happen on that street? Do you think that this street filled with people who currently exist in our world would just automatically start doing the right thing, being moral and being considerate of one another? Right now, in this moment, if we were suddenly delivered the different perfect government that we want. I don't know about you, um, but I imagine that and I can already see the nightmare unfolding. It's because there would be people on that street who would fight tooth and nail against doing the right thing if it had to do with you. Because there would be someone on that street that would hate you. Doesn't matter who you are listening. It doesn't matter who you are. There would be someone on that street that would hate you. Because we're still such an angry, scared, insecure society. So many of the people you see walking around day to day, they're not adults. They're scared, broken, inner children pretending to be adults. They're playing house. They're sometimes paying their bills if they can. They're scrabbling around with the emotional maturity and awareness of a toddler. We as a society, most of us are still too broken to make that ideal political system, that ideal street happen. There are still people in our society who are still too bent, still too hurt to have the grace to see anyone else do as well as them. Pathologically, they will fight it. They will fight it with guns and craziness. Because we're not there yet on a personal level. For us to get to that society in which we can all vote for the common good, invest in the common good, mutualism, socialism. I know there will be some people who are pro-modern communism that are listening to this. All of those things, whatever we end up doing, social democracy, whatever it is, none of that can happen until everyone on that street has healed themselves. And that doesn't mean everyone gets therapy because therapy alone will not do it. And therapy doesn't work for some people. It has to be a committed, desirous internal change. It's pretty common sense when you break it down. When we change ourselves on an internal level, we become better equipped to deal with life. And then that spreads, right? As you come to know peace, biologically, your children lead more peaceful lives. You know, materially, they come to know more peaceful lives. Emotionally, they have more peaceful lives. They grow up to raise more peaceful children who also break cycles and move further away from the trauma and the upset and the heartbreak. And then you're also doing more positive things in your life. You're touching friends. You're touching coworkers. They see you healing. They are encouraged. They want to heal themselves. They want that peace for themselves. 
It's like a positive virus. When you go through this personal revolution, it turns into a wide scale revolution. When we heal and we give ourselves peace, we change the way we see and approach the world. And as each of us change, we improve our immediate environment, changes our families, which changes our neighborhoods, which changes our cities, which changes our states, which changes our politics. It's trickle up from an almost atomic level. When we change ourselves, we change the world too. Do you see the bigger picture now? I certainly think it's pretty clear. When we commit to changing ourselves, we change the world. But what what does that even look like in practice, right? I've been throwing around, you heal yourself, you recover yourself. But what does that even look like? Well, first of all, you got to accept the world that you live in, who you are, and who you are not. A lot of us are putting ourselves in a place of who we are not. We're living lives that aren't ours. We're doing careers that aren't really ours. We're (laughs) suffering through relationships that we don't want to be a part of. You've got to accept where you're at. You've got to accept the world that you live in, accept that it's on fire, accept that it's socially crumbling, that it's politically crumbling. And then you grab yourself by the bootstraps, you pick yourself up and you go, right, I'm going to change that. I'm going to look at my life. I'm going to figure out who I want to be, what I want to do, what makes me fulfilled, peaceful and happy. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what you do. When you see this bigger picture, you can commit to the change. And that's the next step. Accept the world and then see the bigger picture. Stop thinking about like, oh, well, what will make me better tomorrow? What will make me better in 10 years? And look at the bigger picture. What's going to give you a fulfilled life? What's going to make you a better part of society? Because you are. You're a part of the fabric of society. Unless you're going to go live up a hill and wipe your butt with blueberries, you're a part of society. So then you have to say, how can I be the best piece of this puzzle that I can be? You heal yourself. You heal your pain when you break the cycles. So that's number three. We have to see our commitment to breaking these cycles as creating a new future. If you're someone who wants to be a parent, you better be listening hard because this is especially important to you. You have to change what was done before and you have to stop and say, you know what? I'm not going to wait for someone else to do things differently. I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to be a different parent. I'm going to teach my kids not just how to get a partner or get a job. I'm going to teach them how to be fulfilled human beings. That aren't completely miserable on this planet that is melting. And you do that by healing yourself, by becoming the best possible emotional version of yourself. The most intelligent emotional version of yourself. And last but not least, and this is the true key. 
this is the hardest one for people to accept. And it's also the hardest one for people to act on. And it is this. In order for you to truly put yourself on this path, not only to personal freedom, but to the freeing of society as a whole, you have to take control of your own happiness. You have to be able to stop, look at the state of the world, accept and understand that it is in a bad place, that it is shutting down, that it is falling apart. And even though you are standing in the middle of this dumpster fire, you have to find peace and say, I'm going to take every piece of happiness that I can. And then you just have to set out to do it. You've got to emotionally heal and release yourself. And believe me, in this world, in this capitalist society, that's become guerrilla warfare now. Most people cannot afford therapy. They can't afford coaches. They can't even afford medication. Okay? So they have to take that help any way they can. They have to snatch it for themselves and they have to piece together some kind of a healing plan. But you have to do what you have to do. If you've got to follow 25 writers on Medium who all write about mental health and different perspectives and psychology and recovery and trauma, then that's what you do. There are so many free resources, so many free talks, so many free videos, podcasts like this one that you can use to inspire yourself to get different types of therapy through. You can get therapy for free online now. You just have to know where to look and you have to be diligent and you have to be committed. There's no excuse for it. You have to snatch that happiness for yourself however you can do it. If you can afford the therapy and you can afford the coach, great, do it. Read all the books, do all the seminars, do all the things, meditate, breathe, try the tapping, whatever it is. And you have to understand that it's a long-term journey. It's the hardest path that you will ever walk. But this part, this part where we go, you know what? I don't give a shit what the government says. I'm going to find a way to be happy. I'm going to find a way to be healed. I'm going to find a way to be whole, even if I can't afford this or I can't afford that or I can't do this or I can't do that. You make it happen. And that's where the revolutionary work takes place. This is where the rubber meets the road. So take charge of that. Tell the world, tell your partner, tell your boss, like whatever you have to do to be happy, whatever your true happiness is. And don't just listen to this podcast and then go, I'm going to quit my job. You have not figured out your happiness if that's the kind of action you're taking. Figuring out that true happiness, right? It all comes back to that first step is a part of figuring out who you really are. And to do that, you've got to get beyond the trauma. You have to get beyond your own negative, toxic cycles and behaviors. And you have to elevate your perspective, see your life as a whole, see who you are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and accept it. And then you can change it. And as you change yourself, you change the world. And boom, there you have it. That is my recipe for personal growth as societal and political revolution. It's pretty clear. It's pretty straightforward. 
don't think I told you anything that is uh, shocking. When we make our lives better, we make the lives of our families better. You improve that street that your house is on. When you improve your house, that's what it is. That is what being a part of society is. So you've got to keep moving forward. You've got to keep seeking that elevation, that peace. Because it's not really just about you anymore. We've come to the point where action has to happen. You have to change yourself so that the rest of us can survive too. And that is where we're at. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this is just a reminder that if you would like to get a free ebook from me, I am currently giving them away as a gift. For everyone who leaves a five-star review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, all you've got to do is head to Apple Podcasts, leave your review, and take a quick screenshot of it. Send that screenshot to me. You can do it by email or you can send it to me on Instagram. And that's it. Bada bing, bada boom. I'll email you a free ebook. It really is that easy. So if you loved what you heard or you got any great ideas from this, you feel inspired, go and leave a quick five-star review. It really does help me so much, not just with my writing with the podcast, but with my readers and with my clients as well. So thank you all so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading and supporting. If you would like to learn more about me, my work, the coaching that I do, the mentorship, then head over to therealebjohnson.com and you can find everything from coaching applications to my growth shop where I sell all of my books. So until next time, keep moving forward. I love you and I'm grateful. Bye-bye.